Your name is Julie. You fucking love robots. You like watching all sorts of shows and movies with them, but more than that, you love building them. Not working ones, of course, that would be silly, but you build models. Specifically, Gunpla. You've gotten pretty good, although you're running out of places to display them. You also greatly enjoy Tokusatsu. You like it for its positive themes and goofy action, and of course its penchant for cool robots. But especially you like its soft boys. You spend a lot of time talking about them on Twitter. You are an avid lover of animals, from the wild beasts of Australia to your own corgi, Monty. You're very fond of the color green, which you use whenever possible. What will you do? Read Homestuck? Hello everyone. We're gonna we're gonna this is a special day, let's say. Uh Jules, hey. Hi. Hi, what you doing here? So I came here for a nice vacation. You know, I was having a good time. Spent ten days with my boyfriend, which was great in Detroit. But uh yeah, so I'm spending three days here and I got really excited and I of course told you about it, because you know, uh, you invited me. Yeah, I, I invited you into my home. Yeah, and I'm staying here. It's great. Loving it so far. Uh-huh. And so I need to get a lawyer. <laughs> because you straight up conned me? I'm fairly sure. I don't think I conned anybody. I think I said, hey, so Jules, when you come over, what we'll do, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Forza. We'll record like a transmission. Maybe fit some homestuck in there and call it a weekend. And I was, uh, I was caught up in the moment with, yeah, fucking sounds great. And you immediately went, I can't believe I just got you to agree to record some homestuck. And I went, wait, hold on. I have to quickly scroll back up on my phone. I was like, wait, hold on. No, you did. Wait, wait. Uh, I believe what your exact quote was, was Molly, don't do me like this. Molly, you can't do me like this. And yet here we are today. Yeah, and now I'm realizing you can't do me like this, apparently. Now, Jules, let me tell you about Homestuck. God, I fucking have tried to escape this. You didn't try very hard. (sighs) Jules, what do you already know about Homestuck? Alright, so what I know about Homestuck, um, trolls? Trolls. Okay. Okay, see, okay, I actually know a decent amount of, like, general basic stuff throughout most of Homestuck because... Everyone I know is into it, I just see posting about it like fucking wrestling. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, right. Like, I know much, as much about Homestuck as I, know about, as I know about wrestling. Which is to say, you know that characters exist, but zero context. To some extent. I know some context. Um, 
like I know pretty much the main cast in general. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know all the trolls because there are a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I know like. I know the music behind Homestuck. I've seen a lot of fan art. Yeah. I've seen some really good fan art animation. That that I actually do appreciate. Um, for the most part, I've never had like an outright hatred against Homestuck. It's more just been ambivalence. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've just been like, nah. Like, I tried to read it once. I was like, eh, nah. Format's not really my kind of thing. Right, yeah, for sure. Um, so, you asked how this works, and I was going to tell you on the air. So mm-hmm. what's going to happen here is we're going to look at these panels. Right. I'm going to do the narration, mm-hmm. and you're going to give me the commands under the narration. Gotcha. So, for example, I'm going to read this page, and then you're going to tell me the command link at the bottom to go to the next page. Sounds okay? good to me. Are you ready? I mean, no, <laughs> but you've basically got me, like, handcuffed to a radiator here. <laughs> No, don't even give me this shit. You're sitting next to me, cross-legged, at my fucking dining table. My what? What is this? Table? This is not a dining table. It's not this is a, a magic dining table. table. It's a magic table. It's a it's a coffee it's a, table. It's an MTG table. Pris Pris is over in the corner mouthing the word coffee table to me. I mean, yeah, like it technically fits a coffee table, but no. Yeah, this is not used for coffee. Uh, anyway, are you ready? As ready as I ever fucking be. Great. A young man stands in his bedroom. It just so happens that today, the 13th of April 2009, is this young man's birthday. Though it was 13 years ago he was given life, it's only today he'll be given a name. What will the name of this young man be? Enter name. Uh, so we got a dork. Got a dork here. Yeah, this this looks like me when I was 13, except, like, skinny. (laughs) Um, so, in the first panel... We have this poster for Spurb Beta. I'm I'm familiar with that logo. Yeah, yeah you know mm-hmm. the logo. It's the Homestuck logo, basically. Right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got just his room. He's just he's got a fucking cake on. He's his got a go- he's got a cake on his dresser. Man, fucking, I want a cake on my dresser. Actually, I'm more of a pie person. More of pie. All right. I mean, like both. Uh, and he's wearing a shirt with like a little green slug on it. A little green I mean, ghost a, slug looking thing. The only color in this panel is green, so therefore I'm a I'm a fan already, <laughs> I guess. Like by law. By law. Uh, you said enter name? Yes, enter name. Zeusmel Poop Lord. Try again, smartass. Yeah, try again. John Egbert. Oh, he likes that. Yeah, no, there's a green tick and everything. He's smiling. Examine room. Your name is John. As was previously mentioned, it is your birthday. A number of cakes are scattered about your room. You have a variety of interests. You have a passion for really terrible movies. You like to program computers, but you're not very good at it. You have a fondness for paranormal lore and are an aspiring amateur magician. You also like to play games sometimes. What will you do? Uh, so... Here's John's room. He has posters for... Oh, man. Con Air. Fuck yeah. Ghostbusters 2. An underrated movie. Mac and me. Oh, okay. Things have gone awry. Uh, I think this is Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea could be a worse movie. Uh, or maybe it's, is it Deep Impact? 
Oh, it could be Deep Impact. I'm yeah, not no, it sure. looks like Deep Impact. Yeah. Deep Blue Sea. Okay, no, Deep Blue Sea. I don't a... listen. I don't know the difference. Fucking Deep Blue Sea is a weird. Mo- Deep, I saw Deep Blue Sea in theaters. <laughs> I saw it with my biological dad. That was a fucking thing. Oh, I bet. Uh, and he's got a copy of Game Bro at his computer desk. Wait, has he just fucking? There's a, there's a hammer. In it. Has he just hammered nails into his goddamn wall with these movie posters? Yeah, probably. Oh Jesus! <laughs> there's not even frames for these things. Huh. Okay. So is this where we go with the voices? No. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how this works. <laughs> I, I've listened to you'll, it. You'll know yeah. when we get to the voices. Gotcha. Okay. Well, John, quickly retrieve arms from drawer. Your arms are in your magic chest, poop lord. Remove cake from magic chest. Out of sympathy for John's perceived lack of arms, you pick up the cake for him and put it on his bed. Quickly retrieve arms from magic chest. Uh, he finds a disembodied pair of arms that he has picked up with his own arms. That's fucked up. Why? Why? Uh, and it looks like he puts it in something called a capture log card. You see right here. Uh, you retrieve your fake arms from the chest. You use these for hilarious antics. You capture log them in your Scylla decks. You have no idea what that actually means, though. There are other items in the chest. Examine contents of chests. In here, you keep an array of humorous and mystical artifacts, each one a devastating weapon in the hands of a skilled magician or a cunning prankster. You are neither of those things. Uh. Among the artifacts are two fake arms, currently capture-logged in your Celadex, one pair of trick handcuffs, one stunt sword, one magician's hat, one pair of beagle puss glasses, several smoke pellets, several blood capsules, <laughs> and one copy of Colonel Sassaker's daunting text of magical frivolity and practical japery, and one copy of Harry Anderson's Wise Guy by Mike Cavaney. Wait, why is it Harry Anderson's Wise Guy by Mike Cavaney? Some of this stuff may come in handy at some point. For now, you decide to just take the smoke pellets. That's a good choice. I'd go with that as well. Uh, capture log smoke pellets. Okay. You stow the smoke pellets on one of your capture log cards in your Celadex. You still aren't totally sure what that means, but you're starting to get the hang of the vernacular, at least. You have two empty capture log cards remaining. Equip fake arms. So he's got kind of like an inventory system? Yeah. No, this is very much like, oh, he's just playing Mononui Online Adventure. Yeah, no, I get this. <laughs> That's what this is. Very glad we're already going for the Bionicle deep cuts. I mean, yeah, that's... Okay, if you're into Bionicle, A, Bionicle's already a deep cut. B, that's not a deep cut if you're into Bionicle. If that's a deep cut for you, then get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't want you in my, in my Bionicle fan club. You fucking nerd. Uh, now what? Equip fake arms. You are totally sure if equip is a verb copacetic with the abstract behavioral medium in which you dwell, but you give it a try anyway. Unfortunately, you cannot access the fake arms. Their card is underneath the one you just used to capture log the smoke pellets. You'll have to use the pellets first in order to access the arms. But this is probably unadvisable since you just make your room lousy with smoke. Your Scylladex's fetch modus is currently dictated by the logic of a stacked data structure. You are never all that great with data structures, and you find the concept puzzling and mildly irritating. But with any hope, perhaps you'll advance new, more practical fetch modi for your Scylladex with a little more experience. Examine Problem Sleuth poster. This is why I fucking hate online adventure games a lot of the time. <laughs> fucking hate this system so much. 
Uh, so he's looking at his Problem Sleuth poster, which I haven't read. I haven't read Problem Sleuth. I haven't read it either. Like, Actually loves Problem Sleuth. I've heard that. Yeah. I've, I've heard that. But Pris is giving us a thumbs up about how good Problem Sleuth is. No, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, is it even possible to get any more hard-boiled than that? You really doubt it. This poster was one of your wisest purchases. There's a nice spot on the wall next to it. You've been meaning to hang another poster there soon. Read note on draw. Yeah, because there's a big scrolled up note on yeah, his uh, I mean, on his drawer. I thought, yeah. I mean, that that fits with his whole aesthetic. Happy birthday, son! I am so proud of you. This note is rich with the aromas of fatherly aftershaves and colognes. Beside the note is a rolled up poster. Funny thing is, within the past week, I've heard a dad say that to his son. <laughs> take poster. Let's take the poster. Another birthday artifact. You wonder what's printed on the poster. You'll need some way to hang it on the wall. Acquire hammer and nails. They will come in handy. Okay. You first place the hammer into your Silodex. But now all your capture log cards are full. You wonder what will happen if you try to take the nails? You guess it doesn't hurt to try. Take nails. Okay. You capture log four nails into the top card and push all the artifacts down a card. The fake arms are pushed entirely out of the deck. Oh well, they're probably completely useless anyway, but you probably don't want to do that again unless you want to drop the smoke pellets and suffer the consequences. In any case, you now feel like you've gathered enough things to get down to business and do some really important stuff. The next thing you'll do will probably be exceptionally meaningful. Squawk like an imbecile and shit on your desk. This is the dumbest idea you've had in weeks. Stupid, stupid, stupid. And yet the polished surface of your desk, it beckons. John, no, no. (laughs) Combine the nails and the hammer. Okay. You merge the top two cards. The hammer and nails are now capture-logged on the same card and can be used together. Use hammer slash nails on the poster. You use the hammer and nails in conjunction with the card beneath it. Nail poster to wall. Oh my god. he goes to put up the poster. Oh my fucking god. You use the hammer, nails, and poster on the blank space on the wall. It's glorious. Exactly what you wanted. The old man really came through this time. It is a little monster's poster. The, the more we see of this child, the less relatable I'm finding him. <laughs> Jules, you're 20 pages in. Now I can decide now. I can make a fucking judgment call. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. He hasn't even spoken. Listen, you're telling me about Homestuck. You're not the one judging. You're not the one being told. All right. Yeah, no, I, I am telling you about Homestuck. That's yeah. true. Examine Conair poster. Put the bunny back in the box. I said, put the bunny back in the box. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? Is Conair one of like the five movies you've seen in your life? No. God damn it. We need to get around to that. Uh, <laughs> examine deep impact poster. All right, that okay. solves that yes. mystery. That solves that. Morgan Freeman's genteel, homespun mannerisms were perfect qualities for a president residing over a crisis. Oceans rise, cities fall, hope survives. Wow. Films about impending apocalypse fascinate you. Plus, a black president? Now you've seen everything. I know for a fact, like, not in reality, but, like, in the fiction, a dog, you know, Frank dies in that movie, and I hate it. Oh, really? I mean, like, Elijah Wood comes home to like, try and find his uh, teenage girlfriend, and... Uh- Okay. And, like, because, like, everyone's evacuated. Sure. Because, and, like, he was, like, the one... He was one of the kids who discovered this... He noticed the fucking, like, 
asteroid, a meteor, whatever it is, yeah. in, in space. Uh, and basically, he comes home trying to find her, and like the house has been like left, and it's been partially like boarded up, and the dog has been left behind. Oh my god! And the dog like barks happily to see Elijah Wood, and it's like, no, <laughs> no, he doesn't take the dog with him. I hate it. Anyway, um, examine calendar. Okay. Sorry, I need to get that off my. Chest. No, it's okay. Ugh, god. You've marked your birthday, the thirteenth of April. Another day you marked was supposed to be the arrival date for the highly touted Spur beta launch. It's been three days already. It's starting to become a sore subject with you. Eat cake. So the initial thing was that this comic was supposed to launch on the 10th of April. Oh. Uh, and he was going to do it all in Flash. Mm-hmm. But it ended up being, I think it was just too much work or it didn't work very well no, for what yeah. he wanted to do. So he moved it back to just doing gifts for each page for the most part. There are still <sighs> Flash uh, animations right. in the comic, obviously. Yeah, but you can't do the entire but thing. But he was yeah. going to do the entire thing in Flash, and it didn't work oh. out. So he started the comic over after three days. So that's why it is now 4.13 instead of 4.10. I mean, 4.10 is close to being nice, but also... I mean, 4.13 is closer to being it nice. It is closer, but it doesn't have a zero at the end. It doesn't have a zero. I will say at least, like, I mean, good on for recognizing, I guess, that, that early on, like, this just isn't going to fucking work. Well, I mean, you know how long this went on, right? I mean, you... Like, uh, okay, less credit to him. <laughs> yeah, eat, eat the fucking cake. John's gonna eat cake. Let's eat cake. You're sick to death of cake. You've been eating it all day, and you have no intention of clogging your Silodex with it either. The cake stays put for now. You hear a notice from your computer. Someone's messaging you. Examine incoming message. Uh, so we see a picture of John's desktop. Jesus. Uh, and he's got a Slimer background on his phone. Uh, See, okay, if replace Slimer and everything with the Digimon like um, pack you got with the movie that you downloaded, <laughs> where you could turn your mouse cursor into Algamon. Okay, and that's basically what I did to the family computer at one oh point. Oh my god! So I get it. I get it, kid. Uh, so on his uh, taskbar, he's got Pester Chum flashing at him. Uh, You pull up to your computer. This is where you spend most of your time. You decorated your desktop with some rather handsome wallpaper, which you made yourself. You're really proud of it. Your desktop is also littered with various programming project files. You are so bad at programming sometimes, you wonder why you even bother with it. Your Pester Chum application's flashing. Someone's trying to get in touch with you. Open Pester Chum. Yeah, so he's got two... His uh, AOL open as well. Two carrot cake files, which are programming (laughs) files. What? For for his for his programming, right? For his cake programming, you know, I get it. Yeah. Well, carrot cake. Oh fuck off! <laughs> a, I didn't even know that was what it was called. B, I it's mean, an arrow. It's not a carrot. I mean, that's what those are called. Carrots point down. <laughs> uh, and he's got a tilled bath file. A what? Tilled. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is is that relevant? It's on his desktop. I'm just saying what's there. I don't like the way he's saying this. He's got a program named Typhius. Uh He's got his system. Yeah. uh, And he's got Pesterchum. Which is basically AOL. Yeah, it looks like, it kind of looks like AIM. Um, Yeah. So we're going to open Pesterchum. Mm -hmm. Only one of your chums is logged in. He sent you a message. Uh, So we can see a few names here. Uh, we see Turn Tech Godhead. Yeah. We see Tentacle Therapist. Nice. Uh, and we see Garden Gnostic. Okay. 
And we, his name is Ectobiologist. And his name is Ectobiologist. That's a good name. Yeah. That's actually a good name. Also uh, 6.0 Pestichum, apparently. <laughs> um, so... So it's like we're getting bothered by Turn Tech Godhead. So let's open message. Open message. Hey, look. Dialogue. Ah, okay. Now I see. This all begins to make sense. You ready? I mean, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. (laughs) You keep saying that. I mean, that's... I'm not not gonna fucking lie. I'm not a liar. I'm like you. (laughs) (laughs) Turn Tech Godhead began pestering ectobiologists. Hey, so what sort of insane loot did you rake in today? I got a little monster's poster. It's so awesome. I'm going to watch it again today. The apple juice is... uh, (laughs) The apple juice scene was so funny. Oh, hell, that is such a coincidence. I just found an unopened container of apple juice in my closet. It's like fucking Christmas up in here. Okay, that's fine. But I just have one question and then a word of caution. Have you ever seen a movie called Little Monsters starring Harry Mandel and Fred Savage? But... The seal on the bottle is unbroken. Are you suggesting someone put piss in my apple juice at the factory? All I'm saying is I don't you think like Monster Harry Mandel has the power to do something as simple as like reseal a bottle? Try using your brain, numbnuts. Why did the fat kid or whatever who drank it know what piss tasted like? I mean his reaction was not instantaneous. It was the 15th day in a row Harry Mandel peed in his juice. Okay, I can accept that. Monster B-list celebrity douchebags are cunning and persistent pranksters. Also, Fred Savage has a really punchable face. But who cares about this? Let's stop talking about it. Did you get the beta yet? No. Did you? Man, I got two copies already. But I don't care. I'm not going to play it or anything. The game sounds boring. Did you see how it got slammed in GameBro? GameBro is a joke, we bo- and we both know it. Yeah. Why don't you go check your mail? Maybe it's there now. All right. Okay. Okay, look out window. I'm gonna look out the window. Oh, okay, nice on. little pleasant view. Suburbia. Suburbia. Yeah. <clears throat> you see the view of your yard from your window. Hanging from the tree is your tire swing. In a kid's yard, a tree without a tire swing is like a proper gentleman without a monocle. That is to say, he could hardly be considered a terribly proper gentleman at all. And there beside your driveway is the mailbox. Doesn't mean we have to call Luke a proper gentleman, or at least yeah, Teenage Luke. No, he, yeah, Teenage Luke was absolutely a proper gentleman. Okay, yeah, cool. Alright, examine mailbox. Uh, so we look at the mailbox. I mean, I will say this. <laughs> I, the weird thing, Australia doesn't really have mailboxes like that. No? No. I, it, it was, I actually got excited when I saw a mailbox like that in Michigan <laughs> before. I was like, oh my fucking god! Yeah, when I lived in Arizona as a kid for a year, uh, in California we did not have a mailbox like mm-hmm. that, but in mm-hmm. Arizona we did, and I was so excited about it for yeah. whatever reason. It's like, just like on TV! Yeah. The little red arm swingy dealy thing, or whatever it's called, is flipped up. The hell is that thing anyway? You do not have time for these semantics. The red flippy lever things means you have new mail. That means a beta might be here. Go time check mailbox! Um... I didn't, I, I had that long pause in there because I forgot that I'm not the one who reads the commands anymore. <laughs> I, have, I have to read the narration now. Oh, a car pulls up in the driveway. You're about to hurry downstairs when you hear a car pull into the driveway. Looks like your dad has returned from the grocery store. Oh, great. He's beating you to the mail. Forget it. Check mail later. Just go check the mail now. What's the fucking problem? God, kid. Well, I think John's about to explain. Okay. If you go downstairs to get it, he'll likely monopolize hours of your time. Mm. You decide to chill out up here for a while until the dust settles. Sometimes you feel like you're trapped in this room. 
stuck, if you will, in a sense which possibly borders on the titular. And now your chum is pestering you again. The clockwork of friendships turns ceaselessly, operating the swing lever dealies of harassment in perpetuity. Whatever. The Duke can just hold his damn horses. Stuck, if you will. <laughs> what? What's the problem? Oh, no problem. No problem what's, at all. What's the problem, Jules? No, no, I'm just... I'm just marveling at that play on words, that turn of phrase. <sighs> Examine games on CD rack. And we get a loading page. Uh, and it's a little flash animation. Hmm. So if we hover over some of these games, we see Bard Quest. That's pretty fucking rad. Uh, we see the Caper Havers. That looks like a gorilla's like. It does look cover. like a gorilla's cover. Uh, we see Problem Sleuth, the video game. Right. All right, quick Gorillas anecdote. Um, okay. I always found out my boyfriend, uh, when he was younger and listening to Feel Good Ink when it first came out, Yeah. he thought that part in the song when they say, you know, feel good. Yeah. He thought they were saying kill her. Whoa. Like, it wasn't a creepy way. He just thought that was the lyrics. No, I mean, that's that's a Coheed and Cambria lyric. That is, <laughs> that's not a Gorillas lyric. But, like, he was just convinced of it. And every time that song came on, every time we would, like, just hum that song together, I would just say killer instead. And he got really embarrassed <laughs> and, like, shrank into himself. Good. Great. That's what I'm there for. Uh, let's see what else he has. Uh, a game called And It Don't Stop. That looks kind of Vector Man-ish. I guess. Yeah. Uh, a pumpkin with a question mark on it. This is this a crime? Is the, this is the What Pumpkin logo now. Is it a crime? I don't know if it's a crime. Okay. But, I mean, it could be a crime. That's I don't know if it was stolen. Of a joke. I know. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters 2 MMORPG. Fuck, I want to try this. <laughs> I want to see what this would be like. Uh, we have... Little monsters for uh, what I imagine has to be the Nintendo uh, with the seal of quality. From Konami. Uh, and Harry Anderson's Call My Bluff. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You've put countless man hours into this assortment of quality titles. Quality titles. Uh, read Colonel Sasaka's daunting text. Jesus. He picks up the book, and it's about as big as Jesus, him. Jesus, it's bigger. You decide to consult with the colonel's bottomless wisdom. Good grief, this thing is huge. It could kill a cat if you dropped it. It could kill a fucking deer. But to really dig into this hefty book, you'll have to capture log it. You're not sure you're ready to log jam your other artifacts beneath it just yet. Capture log fake arms again. What did you just say? You don't want to clog up your... Oh, Jesus... In momentary lapse of concentration, you accidentally capture log the arms again. <sighs> Set pest chum status to bully. I know this status. You don't think the situation is quite dire enough to go all the way to rancorous, but you still feel the pester chum client should reflect your mood change in some way. Bully will have to do, you guess. This, unsurprisingly, does nothing whatsoever. Oh, right, you forgot your chum is still pestering you. So it's basically... A aim as well as Yahoo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've spent like years on those fucking programs. Oh, haven't we all? Yeah, that's very true. Although not the kids these days. I mean, that's kind of what this comic is about. Oh, is a no. bunch of online kids who are all friends. Shit, I might actually like this. Fuck. <laughs> I hate it. Anyway. Answer Chum. Okay, let's answer Chum. Uh and TG, Turntype Godhead's still bothering us. 
Is it there? Please say yes. Maybe you can play with TT. She's been pestering me all day about it. She's smacking on me so hard all the time. I start to feel embarrassed for her. I mean, not that I can blame her or anything. Yes, it is understandable because you're really attractive. I am attracted to you. Thank you. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't have it yet. Uh, my dad has the mail. I guess I have to get it from him and see if it's there. And I've been busy spending all afternoon shitting around with my stupid Silidex. It's so frustrating. What's your modus? What? How do you retrieve artifacts from it? Oh, uh, like one at a time, I guess? And if I put too much in, something falls out. Stack? <laughs> What's yours? Uh, hash map. My bro taught me a few tricks. He basically knows everything and is awesome. What the hell is that? You should probably brush up on your data structures. I guess? Did you at least allocate your strife, Speccubus? No. It could free up a card for you. Plus, let you attack stuff whenever things get too hot to handle. Which is never. What have you got? Well, I've got a hammer, but it's trapped into some arms. Wow, you really suck at this, don't you? Just get rid of the arms and allocate the hammer to the Speccubus. How? I don't know, just use the arms on any old thing, see if it works. Combine fake arms with cake. Okay. You stick the fake arms and the cake on your bed. This definitely makes the cake at least 300% more hilarious. You're sure Colonel Sasker would know the precise index of elevated hilarity. I mean, it's more like 225%. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but like... No, it's not Are you saying you're a, you're a master of comedy in the same rank as Colonel Sasker? I'm not a colonel. I can but, say I, I'm more of a lieutenant. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, like, pat myself too much on the back when it comes to hilarity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, allocate hammer to strife specimens. Yeah, so he just stuck those two arms no, yeah, in that fucking cake, and they're just standing straight up. Yeah, this is a great waste of food. Fucking nice work, John. You could've put that cake in the fridge. Uh, it looks like, it seems like he has a lot of cakes, though. I don't know if there's room in the what fridge for more cake. Are you, are you saying John is indicative of the decadence of the West? Hmm. Could be. Uh, let's allocate the hammer, like you said. Right. Uh, so we see a kind abstrata uh, card with all kinds of different uh, things on it. So he picks the one that says hammer kind, but we can see some on here spoon kind, statue kind, spatula kind, blade kind, screwdriver kind, screwdriver kind, trof- ice skate kind, trophy kind, ladle kind. Uh, my favorite down here, scythe kind. Fuck yeah, scythe are cool. Uh, there's candlestick kind. Alright. Uh, rifle kind. Okay. Stapler kind. There's all kinds of stuff in here. Needle kind. Shotgun kind. Fucking yeah. Nail gun kind. Hair, dry- hair dryer kind. Yeah, that's more of a creative weapon. So when you make your OC, make sure you refer back to this page. Oh, to- I fucking hate this. You check the back of your Strife Specibus for the kind of stratus you have in mind for it. Select Hammer. Okay, let's select Hammer. Hammer's a good choice. I like Hammer. Your Strife Specibus has been allocated with the Hammer kind of stratus. The Hammer has been moved from your Capture Log deck to your Strife deck. Report progress to TG. Man, I have a completely different like frame reference for the, the, the fucking initials of TG, let me tell you. <laughs> There's too many trans girls on this show. There's enough. Pull Luke. Okay, I did it. Hammer kind? Yeah. Okay, that will be the permanent allocation for your specimus. I guess I should have mentioned that. Uh. Hope you like hammers, dude. Yeah, that's fine, I guess. I can't imagine it's gonna be all that relevant. 
Okay. Uh, Capture Log Colonel's big book. I will say I fucking... Hammers are good. Hammers are good choice. Hammers are good. Oh, let's Capture Log that Especially one. Especially a claw hammer. Just get nasty on someone. <laughs> uh, now that you've got some space in your Silidex to work with, you figure you might as well start squandering it immediately. Ordinarily, this ridiculous book would be way too heavy to carry around in any practical way. You guess maybe this is the one respect in which the cards present some convenience. Examine Game Bro Magazine. So we pick up the Sassacre's book. Yep. It's got two free slots. Yeah, we have two open slots still. We're doing pretty good. Fuck yeah. Uh, and here we see Game Bro. Sperb. Why Game of the Year or whatever isn't as good as some other stuff that I like better. This. These colors hurt my <laughs> eyes. God. Graphic design is their passion. You know what to say. Anyway. <laughs> read, read article. Let's read the article. Let's read this. Oh my god. So, okay. Sperb is this game that a lot of cats seem hella pumped up. And this beta's sitting on my desk for review, so I'm like, yeah man, I'll write something. But, I don't know. I'm like, so this is about houses or some noise? That's fine. I'm sure there was fucking dynamite and handbags for some brosifs. But what I'm saying is, when do you get to thrash anything? While you're playing house or some shit, are you ever in jeopardy of getting mud on your doll's dress or whatever from busting out, and I quote, the mad stunts all wicked up ends? Know what I'm saying, bro, yo ma? I didn't actually play this game, but I gave it 1.5 hats out of 5 hats to keep it real. At this point, I'd like to give a shout out to my boy Dennis, who was over the other day. We were gonna chill in front of the Dark Knight, and he was so psyched of it, y'all. So this one time, he was leaning against the screen door, and the shit popped open, and the back deck was wet, and he slipped on the steps and broke his thumb on the lawn. It wasn't a long fall, but hey, I guess the thumb bone wasn't made for supporting the brunt of a huge, useless tool against wet grass. Never did watch Dark Knight on account of Ron trucking his ball and candy-ass girth to the hospital. But it's cool. Still got another watch in me, bro. Tell Rwanda. Uh, bro notes. Dennis was so wasted. <laughs> I mean, damn. And the rating for Spurb was 1.5 hats out of 5. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is going on in this thing? I mean, we just read a review for Spurb. Right, yeah, no, totally. An ordinary... Uh, bro, yo, ma. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I like Brotel Rwanda. Brotel Rwanda. Rwanda is just wrong. This <laughs> is wrong. Good on Dennis, though. Um, Capsule Game Bro. It might come in handy if you ever need something that burns easily. I'm with you on that. Um, Capsulog Magician's Hat. Okay. You expend your final card on the Magician's Hat. Get Funny Glasses too. Uh, it's got a bunch of like stars and moons on it. Yeah, no, it's like, it's, it's, like, it's a co- it's, it's a, a conical cute little dunce hat. Yeah, it's a conical wizard hat. Uh, you said get the funny glasses. Yeah, let's, let's, get, get, those. let's get those funny glasses. You don't have a free card in your Silidex. However, you're able to merge the Beagle Puss with the Magician's Hat to create a clever disguise. Wear disguise to fool Dad. Uh, and clever disguise is a link, and if we open it, it's a Google search for this pair of glasses. Holy shit. Yup, and one of the top two, top four links is all Homestuck. God. Let's wear disguise. This is a disease. <laughs> Did you read the next command? Yes, uh, we're disguised to fool dad. John? Who is this John you speak of? You are quite certain there has never been, nor will ever be... Yeah, this is a really shitty disguise. 
While you're wearing the items, they remain on the card, but it is temporarily removed from the deck, thus freeing up the cards beneath it. So, he's 13 and he thought, I'm just gonna disguise myself and be a stranger in my own house to fool my father. Yeah. Okay, no, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, he's 13 years old. He's a young boy. No, I was dumb when I was 13, but not like, I was dumb in other areas, I guess. Sure. I, I should say more ignorant than anything else. Yeah. Anyway, uh, leave room. Okay. You exit into the hallway. On one wall hangs a picture of a fella who sure knows how to have a laugh. A man after your own heart. You always thought he looked a lot like Michael Sarah, but your dad swears that on many hollowed tombs of Egypt that it's not. You're not quite sure about that, though. On the other wall is one of your dad's stupid clowns. Or harlequins, as he is correct quick to correct anyone who would venture such brazen assumptions. I'm with his dad on this because I like Holoquin aesthetics, but fuck clowns. <laughs> and when I say fuck clowns, I mean just fuck clowns. Or fuck clowns. You, you, so you're saying you do not want to fuck the clowns. I, do not, I am not down with the clown, no. Oh, okay. That's um, good to know. Yeah, uh, go downstairs. Jesus. Uh, so we look and there's more Harlequin stuff on the walls. Gee, okay, this is too much for me. Uh, and there's another one in, like, a statue in the corner, too. And a few more statues in the other corner. This is terrifying. This is, like, when you go to, like, a stock ready-made NPC neighbor's house in The Sims. <laughs> uh, and we see a large present in the middle of the living room. Um, there's also an urn over a fireplace, another cake on the couch. Oh, my God. He's got a pipe sitting out. Uh, like a smoking pipe, not just like a, a fucking smoking pipe. Yeah, not, a t- not a bong. <laughs> Uh, and, an, yeah, I think I mentioned the urn. There's also a picture. Yeah. The accursed odor of fresh baking wafts in your newfound nostrils. Something's brewing in the kitchen. Must be connivings of your arch-nemesis, Betty Crocker, and the rich, buttery aroma of her plot sinks to high heaven. This mission's gonna be more difficult than you imagined. So Betty Crocker's a link. I'm curious about that. Okay, well, let's click it and see what happens. So we open up the Betty Crocker link, and it links to the Betty Crocker page on Wikipedia. I was kind of expecting more, to be honest. Well, well, you know, he just hates Betty Crocker. I mean, I guess. I got nothing against Betty Crocker. I mean, John does, apparently. John or Andrew Hussey? I mean, John seems like he doesn't like it. This is John in the comic talking. I guess. Well, no, this is somebody talking about John. Yeah, I was going to say, like, this is not John. This is is second person. Right, this is narrator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, command. Admire Harlequins. You check out the shelves of fanciful Harlequins. Look at this fucking garbage. You hate this stuff. Funny is funny, but your dad can be a real cornball. Sometimes at night, you pray for burglars. See, don't... God. <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. Like, your dad has a hobby. Let him enjoy it. It's, this is his home. <laughs> Examine fireplace. A bright orange flame flickers from the fireplace. It doesn't matter that it's April and not terribly chilly outside. In a home, a fireplace needs a fire, because that's what a fireplace is for. A fire belongs in a fireplace, damn it. Categorically, at all times, without exception. As domestic myth of unaccountable origin holds, a home borrows the spirit of the flame for as long as it makes a guest of it. Much as the moon takes liberty of the sun's rays, the moon's an errant thief. And her pale fire she snatches from the sun. Mark Twain. You're almost certain Mark Twain said that. I am not one to challenge anyone on quotes. <laughs> so I'm just going to go, yeah, sure, I guess. I guess. I guess. He for sure said that. All right. I bet. I bet. Um, toss Game Bro into fire. Okay. 
He, yeah, he threw that right in there, didn't he? Jeez. Watching it burn. So long, Dennis. It doesn't burn as quickly as you'd hoped. Each GameBro magazine is guaranteed to be printed on 40% recycled asbestos for big ups to Mother Earth, yo. Jesus, go, evacuate. <laughs> Get out. What are you... D- it's, God. it's fine. I... I don't know if that's really the case, but okay, um... It's probably fine. Uh, fondly regard cremation. Okay. You examine the sacred urn containing your departed Nana's ashes. When your father gives her portrait a wistful glance now and then, you can tell it brings back painful memories. A tall bookshelf, a ladder, and unabridged Colonel Sassikers. He never wants to talk about it. Topple urn. I don't... Why? Okay. No! You clumsily mishandle the sacred urn. Ashes everywhere. In retrospect, upon mulling cinematic tropes regarding ash-filled urns, this outcome was a virtual certainty. You'd probably better clean it up before Dad finds it. I mean, everyone knows about Chekhov's urn. Of course. Yeah, um, combine Father's pipe with clever disguise. You think now would be a good time to beef up your clever disguise? No, yeah, he... That, so he puts his dad's pipe in his mouth. Yeah, no, he's totally unrecognizable. Who the fuck is this guy? I thought we were doing John. Jeez. I don't know John Egbert. <laughs> Uh, examine oversized gift. Uh, so we look at the gift. It's got a tag on it. Champ, you can do anything if you put your mind to it. I believe in you. Okay, again, uh, funny. I've heard like both <laughs> sets of parents say this to their son within the past week and a half. Contemplating what could be inside this package is sort of exciting, but it makes you a little nervous about the same time. Open large present. Let's see what the fuck's inside this thing. Ah! Oh, hell no. Oh, Jesus. It's an enormous unarmed Harlequin doll. With, like, spaghetti legs? <laughs> and it just like this fucking... Like, it's got the comedy dra- like face, like, from the comedy tragedy drama mask. Like, this this is bad. I like Harlequins, <laughs> but this is bad. Are you sure you like them? Because it doesn't seem like it. No, I like... like I like cool Harlequins. Like, oh, like, the cool ones. No, fuck off. Uh, like, uh, the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood multiplayer Harlequins. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like the Harlequin, like, fucking aesthetics in, like, the at new anime I enjoy, Star Driver. Okay. Okay. Oh, go watch that anime. It's a good one. Um, Capture Log Ashes. You prop the Harlequin doll up on the couch. Having it in the middle of the floor sprawled out all akimbo like that struck you as unseemly. You capture like the ashes to your available card. I don't know what's worse. Yeah, that, that Harlequin just in the middle of the living room being terrifying. Mm-hmm. Or not just sitting like a human being on the couch. Check out its legs. That's the worst part. I because don't... in the middle of the shin, it just goes and turns off to the side where it meets the ground. I hate it. I hate it. You don't like that? It's terrifying. Combine ashes with urn. That's right. a good idea. The smart idea, John. You merge the sacred urn with the ashes. Most of the ashes back in the urn, but it's a total mess. Really, it probably would have been tidier if you just used a broom and dustpan. What did he use this? Oh my god, did he... Did he palm his grandmother's ashes back into... Jesus. I mean, what else would he have done? He didn't have any other tools. You could have gone to find... Well, I mean, you didn't tell him to go and find more tools. No, I didn't. That's my fault. Um, put Urn back. Alright. No one will be the wiser. Mm-hmm. Except maybe for people with eyes. I mean, what's, you know... You no know, crying over spilled ashes of your know, dead relatives. That's no, of saying. course it's not. Yeah. No, it's fine. That's, it's that's fine. exactly how it goes. No, yeah, it's fine. Um, go get fake arms again. 
you just get another brilliant idea for something to do with those pointless arms. You pry them out of the cake and capture log them. Looks like Pester Chum's acting up again. Examine third and fourth walls of the room. Yeah, because so far we've only seen the back two walls behind no, him. We haven't yeah. seen the other fifth. So let's look. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we've got a poster for Face Off. Good movie. That's a good movie. I've That's seen a... Face Off. You've seen Face Off? I've okay. seen Face Off. Fucking A. We found, we found a movie. So I've no, I know you've seen Face Off and you've seen National Treasure. So you've seen Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I've seen two Nick Cage John movies. Egbert? No. Okay. I mean... No, I you'll come know. to realize I am not John Egbert. Okay, I'm just checking. Um, there was got a Lucas post- John Egbert. That's very true, actually. <laughs> uh, we also got a poster for Armageddon. Yeah. And a poster for Ghost Dad. God, that movie. Yeah, uh, Bill Cosby. There's going to be some jokes with Bill Cosby in it. It's going to be a little unfortunate in 2017. <laughs> no one could have predicted that, sadly. Yeah. Also, Failure to Launch, I think. Failure to Launch, A Time I've... to Kill... Um, I can't tell what the oh, last contact. one is. Is that Contact? I've seen Contact and Failure to Launch. Okay. I, there was a period of my life where I never got to choose the movies we rented as a family. Are you John Egbert? Uh, I fucking might be John Egbert. I mean, we don't know yet. You don't know very many we characters don't. in this comic yet, so you might still find one. I, I guess. Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Alright, uh, check Pestichum. Okay. Uh, so we check, and... Oh, Another one of your chums is messaging you. Uh, looks like it's Tentacle Therapist this time. Okay, this is going to only go well. Uh, check message. Okay. Uh, let's check the message. I understand you've recently came into possession of the beta release of the Game of the Year, as featured in respectable periodicals such as Game Bro Magazine. That's an ugly rumor. Whoever told you that was a filthy liar, you should probably stop hitting on him all the time or whatever. I can't control myself. I must have a weakness for insufferable pricks. Anyway, I still haven't checked the mail. My dad has it. I'm trying to go get it from him, so be right back. John. What? You're wearing one of your disguises right now, aren't you? You're typing to me right now while wearing something ridiculous. No, why would you even think that? That's so stupid. Okay, why don't you go get the game from your father? Alright, wish me luck. Oh, uh, BT dubs. Um, just... Just kidding. I was wearing a funny disguise this whole time. Gotcha. <laughs> I know, John. Okay. Okay, go back downstairs. Let's go back downstairs. You can now execute that brilliant idea you have. There should be just enough frosting on the fake arms to serve as adequate adhesive. Attach arms to doll. <laughs> Fucking A. Look at this thing. This thing's jovial now. You don't care what Colonel Sassaker says. That makes it at least a million percent funnier. Let's all go. Let's all go overboard here, John. Come it's on. A million percent funnier with I, those arms. Mm. It's a sizable percentage. I'll give it that. Uh-huh. Um, inspect burnt paper on the floor. You have an estimate? How many percentage points you want to give that one? Uh, like three hundred sixty-nine thousand two hundred eighty-three. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Let's look at that burnt paper. Uh, we take a look. <laughs> It's an advertisement for Broblerone. I hate it. I love it, and I hate it. Oh. You you put this back in the fire where it belongs. Yeah, throw prison wrap in fire. Okay. As long as you're cleaning up. Capture log doll. You can carry hefty items, but that thing is just way too big. Get real. Besides, you don't even want it. Yeah, that's true. It, yeah. Uh, read Colonel Sasuke's text. Okay. He pulls out the book. 
Uh, and we see a picture of an old man. Is that actually just Mark Twain? I can't tell. Uh, maybe. I think it might just be a picture of Mark Twain. Yeah, yeah okay. Pris is nodding yes. Yeah, we've got confirmation. Uh, and it says the creepy crawlies on it. Hell's bells, we're having a mighty spirited time of it. Hold fast, my intrepid fellow pranksmiths. We've merely nicked the mahogany of our japing chests. If I may direct the incisive ogle of your beagle puss to the ringing regency of rubber bugs, plastic parasites, squirming serpents, pliable pests, and every such order of thalia and creepy crawly, land snakes alive, we are cooking with petrol now. In further exhibits, we shall dwell on artifacts useful to your exploits. Is your pappy's rod and heel handy? What about a bit of iron cord? It shouldn't prove elusive. Bring those writhing rascals to life and set the nerves of some old maid to the wreck of Hesperus. Do you have a bothersome aunt who never seems troubled to find ways with your sunny afternoons? A broad, splintery fence? A book and a whitewash, perhaps? By gum, you'll fix her wagon. And what of tawny gent who puts his lackadaisical lean near the sarsaparilla font? You'll have that listless octoroon find the spring in his step just yet. You thought about consulting the text to determine exactly how hilarious the doll is now, but this text is way too big to navigate it in a timely fashion. What you decide to forget it. Fuck! Did you just read? Uh, that's just a page from Colonel Sassikers, the unabridged copy. No, okay, sure. Yeah, no, that's cool. I uh, mean, it, it's a it's a joke book. It's suddenly for, a joke for, for japery and pranks and. <sighs> Find Dad to retrieve mail. Okay. The door on the left leads to the kitchen, from which the smell of baking laughs. A powerful aroma which can lift an especially portly hobo off his feet. The door on the right leads to the study, where your dad spends a lot of time. He could be in either room. Where will you go? Go in the study. Okay. Uh, and we go in the study. Doesn't look like he's in here right now. This is a, That's a terrifying poster. So there's a bunch of Harlequin stuff on the wall still. Um, including an enormous poster uh, painting... On the left side. I don't know what that's from. I don't know either. It uh, might be Cirque du Soleil? It could be. I would I would believe it if somebody told me that. Yeah, there's also a piano. A there's... rather large safe. That's, that's a large safe. That's a safe that can fit John inside. Yeah. Uh, he's got a desk with uh, an umbrella lying next to it, a top hat, and probably a fedora there. Yeah, it's just on a hat rack. Uh, a pipe, some playing cards... Looks like a, maybe a magazine right there, and that kind of looks like a capsule log card on the desk. It does, actually. Yeah. Well, uh, let's examine Father's desk. All right, let's get a better look. On the desk is a deck of playing cards, one of your dad's pipes, the April issue of the Serious Jester magazine, and a stray capsule log card. There's also a can of peanuts on the desk. <laughs> oh, Dad, you won't be falling for that one again anytime soon. A severe peanut allergy is a terrible affliction to cope with. Yeah. So John's definitely allergic to peanuts, I guess. Jeez. And has run into it before. That would fucking suck. That would suck. I'm glad I'm not allergic to peanuts. Yeah, me too. Alright, uh, upgrade costume with hat from Hat Rack. Okay. You swap the magician's hat with the bowler hat. Okay. This disguise is somewhat less funny, but a lot more distinguished looking. He looks like... I don't know, he looks like like Watson from Sherlock Holmes and such. <laughs> sure. I really like how he has his glasses on top of his regular glasses. This is the problem. I can't, this is the problem with like when you wear glasses for your entire life. Yeah, you just can't wear disguises with glasses. He's as well. just he's just got circle glasses on top of his square glasses. No, it's fine. 
No, it's to- it's totally fine. It's it works for him. he's he's making it work. Yeah, he's making it work. Um, combine second pipe with clever disguise. Okay. Your dad maintains numerous pipes around the household. A father without a pipe is like a strapping roughneck without a toothpick. That is to say, he is a rather piss poor excuse <laughs> for a roughneck, if you ask me. You'd rather not take the pipe though. The first one tastes bad enough as it is. How you suffer for your comedy. I've never tasted a pipe before, but I can imagine it's not I mean, great. it's a tobacco product, so I it mean, can't be great. I mean, yeah, I've, I smoked cigarettes for like a year. Did you? I mean, I think I knew that. Everyone's so shocked by this. Is, is it just like how I carry myself that no one expects me to have ever smoked? Uh, I don't know. You just seem a little innocent for that. On that side of things, anyway. I wouldn't expect you to smoke. No, that's fair enough. Yeah, I smoked uh, cigarettes for a year, and then I just quit cold turkey, and uh, within a week, I was over them. Yeah, fuck it. Who yeah. cares? No, they're also way too expensive in Australia. Fuck yeah, they're that. they're pretty expensive everywhere, I think. That's true. Yeah. Uh, for the best, honestly. Yeah. Um, examine capsule card. Okay. Yes! This will be perfect for expanding the space in your Scylla... Capsule-log, capsule-log card. Okay. Oh, he capture logs and it does not get added to his deck. Ugh. I hate adventure games. <laughs> Play haunting piano refrain. Uh, let's... Ooh. So, uh, S. Pages including sound will be preceded by an S in the command. Okay, so he's playing the piano? So he's playing the piano. He's not bad at it. No. I learned it for a bit. I don't know if I can actually play a melody or anything on the piano. I know uh, notes. I always wanted to learn how to play the piano. It's not that hard, honestly. Like, you'd be surprised. Because it's just re- the same notes repeat um, as they go along in octaves and such along right. the entire keys. Like, it's not yeah. too bad. It's just a matter of memorization. Memorization and dexterity. Like, it, a lot of dexterity is involved. I know opinion. which song this is, but I could not tell you which one it is off the top of my head. I do remember I could briefly, for a period of time, um, play, like, the chorus part from How to Save a Life by the friend. Yeah. Because uh, that was me. At one point, I figured out, I had a keyboard in my house. Mm-hmm. At one point, I figured out the opening to the Black Parade. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. fucking that's fucking dope. That's, that's always yeah. the best. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, play fifty-two pickup. Yeah. So song fin- John finishes up his song. So let's move on. Yeah. I'm glad we talked right over it. Uh, and all the cards are on the ground now, and we see a close-up. His dad has a statue of Heath Ledger's Joker in the background. I mean, it's, that's a decent Joker, as much as overplayed in the end. You play the pink prankster's favorite card game, even though you're alone in the room, thus rendering it an especially foolish version of Solitaire. So stupid. Look at this mess. The peanut gallery over there sure get a kick out of it. You are allergic to their scorn. That's... I like that. I like that sentence. That's, a good, that's a good sentence. That's a good goof. That's a good goof. Um, attempt to leave the house. Okay. Run away, John. We attempt to leave the house. Uh, he walks back in the living room. We see the other two walls that we haven't seen before. Uh, there are a photo of John and Dad. That's what must be what his dad looks like, right? There on the wall. His the dad has no face, Molly. Uh, I mean, his dad doesn't have any eyes, if that's what you're getting at. Well, like, but... okay, he's got a nose, and the pipe is sticking out of the face, but there's no mouth? I mean, he's just got it. His lips are just really there's tight no around that pipe. There's no hair. I mean, John doesn't have ears. I mean, yeah, but you could, you could uh, imagine that underneath his hair. I mean, his dad's wearing... His hair might be under his hat. He's wearing a hat. He's wearing a fedora. But he's no ears. I mean, yeah, I guess. Is his dad Slenderman? Well, no, I don't think so. 
I mean, with that I suppose it's holo- possible. With that fucking Holocaust doll on his legs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, given that, who knows? Uh, but we see that on the TV, there's an ad playing for High C Ecto Cooler Gushers. Or no, High C Ecto Cooler, excuse me, not Gushers. This is not a product we had in, in Australia. No? I'm pretty sure not. You go back out in the living room and contemplate checking the mailbox outside. You think perhaps you should exhaust all possibilities before plunging headlong into a dad encounter. Your television's currently airing a commercial. Commercial that seems to be, like, tailor-made for John. Yeah. Um, exit. Let's get the fuck out of here. You exit the house. Check mail. Guess you weren't stuck at home. Hell. (laughs) Hate this. Uh, yeah, you said check the mail? Yeah, check the mail. Let's go check the mail. Predictably, the mailbox is empty. You've already been scooped by your father. God damn you, Dad. Uh, so you're gonna see this command a lot. All right. This is next. All right, next. Uh, so we see an S here, so it's gonna be a sound page. All right. Uh, so we have a video. The streets are empty. Wind skims the void, keeping neighbors apart, as if grazing the hollow of a cut reed, or say, a plundered mailbox. A familiar note is produced. It's the one desolation plays to keep its instrument in tune. It's your 13th birthday, and as with all 12 preceding it, something feels missing from your life. The game presently eluding you is only the latest sleight of hand in the repertoire of an unseen Riddler, one to engender a sense not of mirth, but of lack. His coarse schemes are those less of a prankster than a common pickpocket. His riddle is absence itself. It is a mystery dispersing altogether, like the moon's faint reflection, with even one pebble of inquiry dropped in its black well. It's the most diabolical riddle of all. Absence diminishes little passions and increases great ones, as wind extinguishes candles and fans of fire. Walt Whitman. Yes, you are certain Walt Whitman said that. 100% positive. You have a feeling it's going to be a long day. This is a heck of a late title card. It is. We're about, I think, probably 80 pages into the comic at this point. Jeez, that was also actually a decent animation. It, yeah, no, it's the the animations from he they literally just keep getting better. No, I bet I've the animation it. in Homestuck's fantastic. I've seen some of it. I don't doubt that. Um, I don't know. I'm a little that description was a little overwrought for me personally, but I get it. A little what? Overwrought. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, but I feel like it's part of the joke. That is part of the joke. Is that it's completely overwrought. No, okay. He just went and find a fucking thing in his mailbox, and he didn't find anything. And here's yeah. this long soliloquy. Jesus Christ! All right, next. Okay. Yeah. So John's standing at his mailbox. Yep. Uh, leave a surprise for the mailman. Uh, no. 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 God. No. Don't do that. Don't do that. That was not what I meant by surprise. Jesus. He's looking back and forth in the Ugh. mailbox. It's kind of a creepy panel. Like. John, don't shit in the mailbox. Um, see if your father left the mail in the car. See, I figured he just put the smoke pellets in there, but I mean, if you're just gonna go straight to shit... Well, I mean, that he's, he's giving it the same look he was giving his desk when he was gonna shit That's in That's true. It's the exact same look, Molly. Uh, so let's see if he left the mail in the car. Ooh. Oh, and there's a green box and something under it. Uh, he's got a little harlequin hanging from his rearview mirror. I mean, that's fine. That, that's jolly. The door's locked and your dad has the car keys. You peer in through the driver's side window. You don't see any mail, but you do see a green package. There's also something underneath it that looks like a slip of paper. Could these items have come in the mail? You don't see anything else that's usually in the mail, like bills and coupons. Maybe your dad forgot to take this stuff inside. Spy in the kitchen. 
So there's a green box in there. I like green. Green's good. Green's good. Good color. You try to gander through the kitchen window, but you can't see a whole lot. Seems your dad has been doing so much baking, the glass is steamed up. God, he's so weird. But you can see what's on the table just beside the window. Looks like the mail's here. Included among is a red package, some bills, your dad's PDA, with an envelope that appears to be suspiciously labeled with a Spurb logo. Could it be? Unfortunately, the window's locked. Go back into the kitchen. Go the fuck now. We're getting somewhere now. Progress. You have no other choice. You're going in. Clever disguise, it's time to work your magic. Enter. Alright, we'll get another sound page. Uh, so, there's his dad. Mm-hmm. You see his pipe. Just Look like at a the stove. Dad. Yep. Hat. Cake? He's carrying another cake. Oh, man. Oh, man. Alright, next. <laughs> Gee... <laughs> His dad's very surprised. I think his dad's losing his mind. Your dad sees right through your costume. Okay. You don't know what you were thinking with such a foolish ruse. You unequip the clever disguise. Your dad wields a dreaded artifact of confection. He stands between you and the male. There's only one way to settle this. Fuck him up. Strife. Do it. Strife. Fight your dad. Fight your father. For <laughs> dominance. His... His dad lights the candles on the cake, and we have some options. Did John just pull a fucking claw hammer out? John just John just pulled the hammer out. Jesus. It's his it's his fighting weapon. I mean, I guess. Okay, so I guess we've got a grieve and abjure. Okay, so what do you want to do? Uh, let's go with a grieve. Let's go with a grieve. Oh, he's running up. He's running. Oh, he attacks his dad. Ow! And he hits his dad with the hammer, but it doesn't look like it did anything. Let's try abjure. Okay, let's try abjure. Guardian rubric. Like he's trying to keep, trying to give him the cake. A grieve again. That's a grieve. No, he does the same thing. Auto pastry. <sighs> Looks like he just parried the attack with the cake. I hate I hate encounters that are like just forced that force you to lose. <laughs> Fuck these games. Um, retrieve the package and flee to your room. Yeah, I think that's all we can do in this. No, uh, yeah, it's like a Dark Souls boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's retrieve the package, flee to our room. You cannot abscond. This pesky guardian's blocking your path. You'll need to engineer some sort of distraction. And now he brandishes yet another artifact of confection. The man is ruthless. You better brace for impact in the most comedically striking fashion possible. God, John, how bad is it your father's giving you fucking home-baked treats? And his dad pulls out a pie. He's getting ready. Uh, quick disguise for the fence. All right. The Beagle Aegis absorbs most of the brunt of the treat. Looks like Dad will enjoy the prankster's gambit on that exchange, as is usually the case. I mean, that's a, that's a big-ass <laughs> plastic nose and googly eyes. So we see a little meter pop up beneath both of them, uh, and John's dad's heads towards the comedy side of the comedy mm-hmm. and tragedy, and John's head towards the tragedy. No, yeah, I mean, it's just like Stranger Than Fiction. Have you seen that movie? I have not seen Stranger Than Fiction. God, I know such about such a good movie. I know about Stranger Than Fiction. Such a good but movie. I have not seen it. All right, capture log pie tin. You take the bi- pie tin and unequip the beagle puss. Everything in your silidex is pushed back a card. The smoke pellets are ejected from the deck. Yes, this could be just a distraction. You were next. Nothing happens. What a huge letdown. I mean, no, you have to throw those down with force. God. <laughs> I mean, take the cake. He's going to take the cake. When two great forces oppose each other, the victory will go to the one that knows how to yield. 
Oscar Wilde. Wise words by a man who likely could resist anything but temptation. The cake forces Colonel Sasker's text out of your syllabex. We won't get anything out of that fucking book. Readings for nerds. Yep. Next. Sassaker, you beautiful bastard. Now's your chance. <laughs> the book lands on the smoke pellets. Exactly what we needed. Yep. Uh, abscond. Yeah, we're gonna abscond. Now that Dad is busy placating the smoke detector, you can safely sneak away. I totally set off my boyfriend's uh, uh, smoke detector in his apartment by cooking oh bacon God. and eggs. Jewels. I mean, he admits it's not my fault. It's just that those smoke detectors are just like shitty and way too sensitive. Sure. Because it was like I had the fan on as well and nothing, <laughs> no fucking go. So we just put hoodies on the smoke detectors and turned the fans on. Did did a child sneak by you while the smoke detector was going off and steal packages from your room? I mean, are you referring to my boyfriend? Because that's what you refer to my boyfriend as. I could, yeah. I mean, I guess he's kind of a child, little baby. Don't, don't, not now, little baby boy. Now, fuck off, fuck off. Anyway, take PDA. Okay, let's take the PDA. You snag your dad's PDA. Maybe later you'll switch the background image to something hilarious as a prank. Besides, it may come in handy later. You, your spare capture log card is forced out of the Silodex and consequently integrated with the deck. You know how five cards to work with. That's convenient. Yeah, so, yeah, it just worked. Take package. Let's take package. The red package is addressed to you. Take envelope. You got the spur beta. Woo! Uh, And it knocked the clever disguise right out of the room. We don't need it anymore. Run. (laughs) Exit the kitchen. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, And he makes it out of the, the, um... The kitchen. Get cake on couch? Why? Uh, I mean, we see the Harlequin doll. One of its arms fell off into the cake. I mean, frosting's all good adhesive. No. It's not good for much. Uh, we're gonna get the cake on the couch, like you said. You capture log the cake on the couch, expelling the pie tin from the bottom card. I mean, cake is better than a fucking empty pie tin, I guess. That's true. Uh, combine the cakes to make a double deck of cake. Okay. You then merge the two cakes across all five cards. Everything in your Celadex is smushed between the cakes... Why don't you think these things through first? Oh, hate these systems. So the box and the PDA and the Spur Beta are now trapped inside the cakes. How did that even... <laughs> well, so you tried to combine the cakes, and they were on each end. So when you did oh. it, it smushed everything together. So, yeah, you should have thought that one through. Shit. This, man, you know what? TG's right. This fucking inventory <laughs> system sucks. Yeah. Like, retreat upstairs. Uh, so let's go upstairs. You pause at the juncture and head down the hall. You're gonna need something to clean up the mess you're about to make by dissecting this cake. To the left is the bathroom. To the right is your dad's room. It is locked, and you are forbidden from ever entering. He has secrets. I mean, dad's a lot of secrets. That's fair enough. I'm not gonna kink shame his dad. I, like, is that where you immediately go? That's what... Molly, come the fuck on. Like, Yeah, I know. Come on, this is me we're talking about. I know. Uh, go to the bathroom and grab a towel. Okay. Uh, so we go in the bathroom. He's got a clown rug. Uh, but otherwise, it looks like a perfectly normal bathroom. Yeah, I mean, it's got everything you need. Uh, and we can see outside here, too. We see a little pogo with a little green slime on it. That's cute. You enter the bathroom. You can see your backyard from the window. The jewel in its crown is a swing set which has provided you with years of joy. There's also a spring-mounted pogo ride, which has been responsible for more than one painful injury, and has provided you with years of lament. On the sink is your dad's razor. On the rack to the side is a fresh towel. Remove PDA, envelope, and package from cake. That's a smart idea. Do that right now. Okay. Uh, So he grabs the razor, 
And looks like we can start cutting stuff. He grabs a towel. You take the razor and use it to perform surgery on the cake. You take the cow and towel and clean off the extracted goods. <laughs> so the PDA, the beta, and the box are on the counter. I mean, he's done a good job of just getting everything out of two fucking cakes. Yeah. I uh, retrieve your items. Okay. The items force the manhandle cake into the toilet. Just like that, your Silidex is full again. God, this thing is annoying. <laughs> uh, so the cake lands in the toilet. I don't think we're going to be using that one anytime soon. Oh, that's just, that's a mess. That's a, that's a horrible it's, it's mess. It's just a mess. It's a fucking mess. Uh, go to bedroom. Uh, so it looks like we have another message at the computer. Oh, two messages, in fact. All right, uh, admire failure to launch poster. Okay. That seems like a good use of your time. No, yeah, it's fine. You're not usually into chick flicks, but Matthew McConaughey's cool charisma could salvage any heap of smoldering wreckage. This is your McConaughey wall, a casual shrine to an amazing actor. The film above that one's a lot better, you think? Can you see her? I want you to picture that little girl. Now imagine she's white. You got us, Matthew. Your smooth talking exposed our latent racism. Damn, you're good. I need to ask my friend about because he he's just got an encyclopedic knowledge of all movies, so he he'd have opinions on that movie. Okay, uh, he's a, he's a, he's my friend who like I jokingly asked him like, oh, well, who was like you know the thirtieth um, winner of best cinematography in the Academy Awards, and he, he knew the fucking answer. God, of course he did. Um, check Pesterchum. Okay, looks like another sound page. Let's check Pesterchum. All right, let's check it out. No, got a little noise. Ooh, cute. Uh, Gardenostic began pestering ectobiologist. Hi, happy birthday, John. Hello? Okay, I'll talk to you later. Uh, Gardenostic ceased pestering ectobiologist. Uh, Turntech Godhead began pestering ectobiologist. Hey, Gigi's looking for you. Why are you even so popular all of a sudden? Today's some sort of special occasion or something. Did you do something curry favor with the ladies? Did you break your leg on a puppy or some shit? Dude, what are you doing? Turns out Godhead is now an idle chum. I discovered a comet that is going to destroy the Earth, and I was named. it was named after me. Now I'm famous and everyone wants to talk to me a lot. No, stop. Just no. Don't talk about your awful stupid movies or make references to them. Your gross man-bro crush on Matt McConaughey is an unsavory thing to behold. McConaughey! Sounds like a dumb noise a horse would make. Stupid dumb... Equally dumb are all those pictures of that clown you got hanging up. Those are my dad's. I was talking about Nick Cage. Oh, what? No, man. Nick Cage is sweet. So sweet. <laughs> so lame. You don't even like him ironically or anything. This is like for real, isn't it? <laughs> I, I do things ironically sometimes. What about what I sent you for your birthday? No, those are awesome. What? No, they're stupid. Which was the joke? The ironic joke? Get... Wait, you're actually wearing them, aren't you? I'm wearing them ironically because they're awesome. The fact that they're ironic makes them awesome, and vice versa. Are you taking notes on how to be cool? Jesus, get a fucking pen. You do realize they touch Stiller's weird sort of gaunt face at some point? Ew. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, speaking of which, did you get the mail? Yeah. Did there happen to be a package there? Yeah, there's a big red one. You should probably open it. I would, but it's trapped under the spur betas, so I will probably open it after I install the beta. Oh man, the beta came? Yeah. Wanna play it? <laughs> no way. Why not? It sounds so hells of boring. 
Just get TT to play it. She's all about that. Where'd she go? Her internet's blinking in and out, I guess. Probably be back online soon. Oh, and Christ in a sidecar, are you still using the stack modus? Seriously, dude, you need to bone up on your data structures. That shit is just ridiculous. Okay, I will. Sounds like John got uh, TG some sunglasses at some point? I'm guessing? That touched Stiller's face? I'm guessing Ben Stiller? Ben Stiller? He bought Ben Stiller sunglasses as an ironic joke for his friend, and now his friend's wearing them. Yeah, no, this sounds like the like <laughs> dumb shit teenager will get up to. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. All right, uh, open browser and go to mspaintadventures.com. Okay. Uh, so he opens Typheus. Looks like it's a web browser. Okay. Uh, and he clicks home, and home is MS Paint Adventures. You decide to space out on the computer for a while before doing anything important. You open the Typheus web browser and direct it to what is indisputably the most amazing website ever created. Next. Okay. Uh, and we see a comic called The Midnight Crew. You are members of a sinister gang called The Midnight Crew. Your nefarious plots are serpentine in their complexity. Your schemes convoluted. You're planning a heist in your underground hideout. What will you do? The new adventure's okay, but you're not sure if you like it as much as the last one. Install the spare beta. You decide it's time for less meta and more beta. You insert the CD and install the spur beta. Next. So he puts the CD in. Yeah, see what happens. Uh, so we see the Spurb client pop up. Version 0.0.1 uh, by Skynet Systems Incorporated. It's running and we're waiting for the server to establish connection. What the fuck is this? <laughs> bone up on data structures. Let's fucking bone up on data structures. Let's bone up, Molly. Let's do this. Let's do it. Uh, he goes to his closet and there's a bookshelf. What is it? Why is the data structures book got like a oil on it? Listen... Things happen as a child. Things happen when as a teenager. Oil things happen. Oil things happen. Maybe he's not a kid, but a squid. Oh, man. Are you suggesting John Egbert is a squid kid? I'm not not suggesting it. (laughs) Okay. You go to your closet where you keep a lot of clothes and an array of handy computer programming guides. Read Data Structures book. Yeah, so the Data Structures book has that oil on it. He's got Discrete Mathematics, uh, The Carrot Cake Book, God. Uh, Tildaf, uh, Disk Star, uh, Automata, and, you know, we're going to read the Data Structures book. Right. Data Structures for Assholes. Your ignorance just made me throw up a little. Get a clue, you computer illiterate piece of shit. This is a great cover. Uh, and it's got a free fetch modus in the back. Ooh, free. Uh, this is written by Buckminster Funny Uncle. That can't possibly be a pseudonym. You're not sure you really want to dig into this huge tome. Looks really boring. Kind of ornery. Maybe you'll just check out that free modus instead. Get free fetch modus. I mean, it's free. It's free. Yeah, it's free. Uh, You turn to the back inside cover where a free fetch modus is included in the plastic sleeve. This one's dictated by the logic of a cute data structure. Operating on a first-in, first-out method rather than a first-in, last-out method of a stack. Uh, how do we just... It basically looks like a capture card, but, like, it's orange. Yeah, it's a capture lock card with this different color. Instead of pink and white, it's orange and gray. Yeah. Alright, uh, apply fetch modus to Silidex. Okay. 
items capsulized in your Celadex are no longer immediately accessible. You can only use the item on the bottom card and must wait for items on the upper card to be pushed back to it. For instance, the red package is now inaccessible. You can only use the Razor at the moment. This modus doesn't strike you as a significant upgrade to your previous one. In fact, it almost seems more inconvenient. You figure you might as well give it a chance, though. Ugh, god, inventory management is the fucking worst. Um, switch back to stack modus. Okay. It's probably for the best at the moment. You suddenly wonder if this is even possible. You don't even remember if you ever had a physical card for the stack modus. You find this all to be a little abstract, and you'd prefer not to think about it too much. Yeah, I've been trying to not think about this too much, <laughs> to be honest. Just because I, I could ask questions, but I know better at this point. I mean, you could ask questions. No, I'm not asking questions. Okay. Um, put down Razor. Alright, let's put down the Razor. Put it... down? You're not quite sure you understand. Pick up two items? So he's just got yeah, the razor like, in his hand. He's just staring at like, it. What? Like, what? How what do, do you mean? How do you put set it things down? down? Like, yeah. Uh, pick up two items. You capture like one of the cakes. You finally found a use for all these loitering pastries. Dead weight. Get other cake. Uh, so he picks up another cake, and the razor goes flying out of his inventory. Jesus. The second case causes the razor to launch out of the front of your celadex. Oh, good lord. That beautiful face. You wish the Razor would have failed the launch. <sighs> this reminded me of what happened to uh, one uh, Zach of Audio Entropy. What happened recently in his kitchen. <laughs> Where he dropped that knife. I don't know if the... Did he drop it or did it go fucking flying in it and went bit it itself flying. on the ground? Yeah, it did that when he was trying to cut a potato. I don't know how that works, but it happened. It just flew out of the goddamn handle. God. Right off the goddamn handle. Uh, get more stuff. Okay. Uh, we had that stuff stolen in his plastic or in his magic chest, so you open your magic chest and capture lock one of your favorite books of all time, Wise Guy by Mike Cavaney. There goes the fresh towel. Might as well grab those cuffs. Yeah, handcuffs are cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You take the trick handcuffs, expelling the PDA like a bullet. Went flying out his window. He broke his window. He broke his window and lost his dad's PDA in one fucking... In one fell swoop. Jeez. Yep. Next. Let's see where this goes. Oh, god damn it. I mean, that's that's an appropriate response. It's out in the front yard next to the tree. Open up that package. Okay, we have the package. You examine the package. It's from one of your internet chums. It's bound in packing tape, though. You'll need something sharp to open it. Oh, of course, the brazer. It's also simple. Why don't you just... Oh, no. Uh, so, 2EB from TG. All right. Get razor. Uh, he picks up the razor and he drops the package. Well, it doesn't drop... The... It just shoots out into him. Oh, yeah. It pops out of his capture lock. His capture lock's on the top left part of this oh, panel. Oh, God. And Sean is, is on the hell. right part of this panel. This is all hell. This inventory system. Pick up package again. Okay, let's pick up package. Okay, now... Oh, Jesus. Uh, and the cake goes shooting out of his inventory and hits Matthew McConaughey right in the <laughs> face. Let's take this from the top. Capture log glass shards? Oh, that seems safe. Yeah, that's fine. You take three glass shards in quick succession and duck for cover. Your Silidex rains devastation on your room from above. So he drops another cake, the wise guy book, and the cuffs. His window's just gone. He just fucked up his window so badly. And now that your cards are packed with glass, you probably don't want to do that again anytime soon. Oh, Jesus. He's become a, he's just become a human gun. <laughs> uh, next. <laughs> so, 
All that stuff we just talked about is in the street or on the lawn. <laughs> the cuffs is, are hanging from the tree. This is a good visual gag. This is a really good visual... Credit for crazy, this is a good visual gag. Holy shit. You should probably go get that stuff before you forget. Use razor on the red package. Priorities, John. Priorities. You open the package. There's something suspicious inside. Something suspiciously dirty and smelly. Oh god, next. I see something brown all over the top. Well, what the fuck has he sent you? Oh. It's a stuffed bunny! Much like the one held hostage briefly by Malkovich's Cyrus the Virus while taunting hard luck protagonist Cameron Poe and strikingly similar to the one scooped up from the soot of a burning Vegas strip by Cage's Poe and offered to his daughter a gesture of symbolic of a tattered exterior surrounding a heart of gold. Poe wasn't much to look at, but he was a good man. But no, it's not merely like that bunny. According to this note of authenticity, it's the very same bunny. This is so awesome. That is actually pretty cool. That's a that's a good gift. So he bought John the bunny from Con Air. Fuck. It's a pretty good gift. Well, I mean, like, John got him those Ben Stiller glasses. I guess that's right, so yeah. I mean, it's only fair. They're exchanging celebrity items at this point. From, from dumb movies. Good friendship. Uh, check status of Spur Beta. All right, let's go check it out. It looks like your computer's trying to get your attention. Look at the monitor. Uh, so he's got the spur pop-up, and he's got a message from somebody on PesterChum. Mm-hmm. Uh, client has established connection with the host on Spurb, and we have a message from Tentacle Therapist. And it says press enter when ready for Spurb. Yeah. But uh, let's check PesterChum window. Tentacle Therapist began pestering ectobiologist. It looks like you managed to retrieve the beta. Excellent. I'm going to try to connect. Well, okay, but I just got the most awesome present. The rabbit. So sweet. I've heard tales of this wretched creature often. Its Homeric legend is practically ensconced in the fold of my personal mythology by now. <laughs> what? Why don't we focus on the matter at hand? Oh, the game. Uh, okay. I don't really know how this works. What am I even looking at here? You're running the client application. I'm running the server, so I'm the host user. I've established a connection with you. This is sufficient for us to play the game. Oh, uh, okay then. Why don't we get started? Press enter. Okay. Which is fucked that you have to click to press enter. We pressed it. I, uh... uh... And the desktop changes to a loading screen with kind of a cool looking... Oh, there's a name for these. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Spirograph? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Kind of a cool looking uh, little image there. Yeah. Um... Next? We got another sound page. Let's hear it. I think this is as far as I got into Homestuck when I re- initially first Oh, did it. you? Yeah. Okay. Good music. Uh, yeah, this is Spurban Jungle. Uh, it's a really good track. Was this, at this point, Michael Bowman doing the music? I'm not sure. Okay, I know Michael Bowman was, like, one of the first, if not the first, musical artist for Homestuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because I commissioned him to do a song at one point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we get this really long loading screen. Uh, just, it's if you've ever cool. seen The Sims, it's doing that whole thing with the loading screen, like, it just giving you a bunch of nonsense stuff that it's doing, preparing kits, identifying this, turning clocks, shaping pellets. Yeah, no. Uh, and Spurb. And that's, we load into Spurb. That's the fucking goofy logo. I mean, that, that font, Jesus Yeah. Uh, next. Uh, let's mouse over the interface buttons. This is a very Sims-esque, like, fucking UI. Um, yeah, so we can look at this stuff. So, I mean, select magic chest. We can... 
No, we can look at. Oh, so we got yeah. up. Oh, sweet. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, select. So there's the select up there. Uh, what's that? Revise. Revise. Deploy. Uh, Finalia Registry. Grist Cache. Explore Athenium. Alchemy Exercis. Yeah, so it looks okay. like we have a lot of options here in Sperm. Uh, it looks like some save, load, uh, undo, redo, yeah. zoom options, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh, so you wanted to select the magic chest? Let's select magic chest. And it looks like it's not John anymore no. doing this. This is TT selecting the magic mm. chest. Well, she's the one who's the host client. That makes sense. Okay, so she selects the magic chest and she moves it. Oh, shit. Uh, zoom out. Okay. So we turn the camera and zoom out, and I guess we can look outside John's house. That's fucked up. Um, drop the chest. Okay. So now his chest of shit is just on his. The roof. chest uh, is okay. on the roof. Yep, that that's fair enough. Um, whoa, uh, what are you doing? Sorry, I'm just getting a feel for the controls. Is my magic chest on the roof now? Yes. I'll try to be more careful next time. Get the card. Uh, yeah, because there was something under the chest. Yeah. So it looks like... You find your missing stack fetch modus and quickly reapply it to your syllabex. You can either either opt for the stack or queue modus at any time. You toggle between your fetch modi with gleeful abandon. I mean, now at least he's got options. Yeah, so now we can do uh, FIFO or Philo. Alright. Uh, next... Uh, John looks out the window. Everything's a fucking mess. Looks like your dad's leaving again for more baking supplies. You're relieved to have the house to yourself again, if only for a few minutes. You just hope he doesn't notice the magic chest on the roof or all the shit you threw out the window, for that matter. Uh, select stuff in Yada and move it back into room. Uh, and that's TT doing this mm-hmm. again. Yep. Hey, do you think you could uh, do me a favor? Can you grab all this stuff outside my broken window and bring it back in for me? I'll give it a shot. Thanks. Hmm, no luck. It appears to be out of range. I'm guessing it's too far away from you, the player. Oh. Uh, select John? Yeah, I guess select John. Oh, sorry, that's your command, not mine. No, that's fair enough. You're... <laughs> Molly, please, we have an order here. I know, I'm sorry. Uh, TT, select John. You cannot select a player. John abjures the meddlesome cursor. <laughs> okay, think about that. What would it feel like being clicked on by a game cursor? I know, right? Life? That's kind of a fucked up idea. It's fucked up. Alright, uh, TT, select bunny. Okay. Uh, she got the bunny. Alright, uh, TT, put bunny back in the box. She does that. Alright, uh, TT, revise room. John smiles when it happens. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So she takes the revise tool, uh, does a drawing on the ground, and she just added space to his house. Shit! Okay, uh, next. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an addition to his room. Oh god, this is just like The Sims, isn't it? It's, it's a little weird. That's... It looks like the, the, his house just grew a tumor. A little bit, huh? Like his house became a character in Reboot. <laughs> Alright, um, TT, open Fernalia Registry. Okay. So we click that button up there, and we see some items. There's a crux truder, a totem lathe, and an alchemeter. Uh, looks like they have a cost next to them. Yeah, it looks like 
Looks like the that that blue thing up top there, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, TT, uh, deploy totem lathe. Okay. See what happens. So she's going to deploy the totem lathe. Oh Jesus! It's pretty big. This it's what? as big as John's room, she's, like floor to ceiling. She's fucking with his house. Yeah, she's adding stuff to his house. All right, no, that's cool. That's cool. Um, John, examine totem lathe. Are you sure that's cool? I mean, I it's free stuff. <laughs> That's true. My, my parents are trying to do renovations to their home. This would just be a fucking boon to them. Ah, so you said, let's examine the totem lathe. Yeah, let's examine the totem lathe. You don't know what the heck this thing does, but it looks neat. That's fair enough. Um, TT, open Gris Cache. Uh, so we click that, and it looks like we have 16 out of 20 of this blue grist. Uh, and not much of anything else. There's uh- a purple a white a yellow and a green one okay and um, we have zero of those all right it seems expanding the dimensions of your room cost us build grist but deploying the lathe did not appear to incur any expense it looks like certain objects are freebies probably to help you set up the game wow okay uh what do they do i think it's up to you to find out all i can do is drop stuff in your house and move it around apparently how do i move stuff around it sounds fun I don't think you can as the client. You'll need to install the server application. You should have received both at separate envelopes. I'm running both on my computer right now. What? Did you get another envelope in the mail? No! Once you install the server, establish a connection, I'm sure you'll be able to manipulate my environment in the same manner. Are you sure you didn't get it? Oh man, I think I might know where it is. Oh yeah? Next. You know where it is? Jules? Oh, I don't know. I'm... Oh no, I... Just hit next, and I'm curious if my suspicions okay. are correct. We'll go to next, and... Yep. Looks like it's in the car under that box. Yep, that's it. I thought it was either that, or it's stuck in the cake in the toilet. No, not in the cake in the toilet. We have that one. That's the one we're using now. I know, but I'm just saying it might have just, it might have just been stuck yeah. together, yeah. Uh, now that your room is bigger, why don't you move to the far corner? It'll extend the range of the cursor, and I can reach those items. Which you threw out the window for some reason. Good idea. What have you been doing in here all afternoon, anyway? Ugh, I was fussing with my... Re- I was fussing with, like, silly Silidex, but I think I have it under control now. What modus do you use? I like to use trees. Oh, no, that, that sounds so awkward. It's not pra- exceptionally practical, but I think they're elegant. I'm with, I'm with her on that. Uh, so this page, I think, is the first use of the R word here. Yeah, no, I remember, like, just... We just skip over that. We just replace we'll skip that over that. Replace it with something else, but yeah, uh, it doesn't really go away, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's. I think at this point he doesn't condone any of that. Doesn't. No. Yeah. yeah I bet. But still, not like, super into it. But also hasn't gone back and removed it at all, which is probably the way it should be. I unfortunately. Mean, yeah. Like it's, it's on the one hand, like okay, good. He doesn't try and erase like how shitty that's the thing, language yeah. was, but also like. For anyone new coming to this, it, you do need the caveat, like, hey, by the way, just a heads up. Yeah, there's some language in here I'm maybe not so proud that, of. That's, that's severely dated, let's yeah. put it that way. Um, there's some stuff later we'll talk about, yeah. if we, if when we get that far. Right, yeah. Um, that's way later on that we'll talk about. Yeah. But um, for the most part, this is probably some of the most egregious stuff in the comic. No, that makes sense, yeah. Um, for a while, anyway. Yeah. So... Okay, yeah, you want to take it? Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, let's take five. I'll save this and we'll... Uh... Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. 